Be delighted this holiday season at Ice and Lights, the winter village at Cameron Run. Just minutes from Old Town Alexandria. Stroll through the park and enjoy winter photo ops, light displays, hot chocolate, and a warm treat. The winter village offers playtime for the entire family. Extend the magic of the holidays by visiting early, starting November 17th. Get your tickets now at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. Hey, Cricket customers, Max with ads is included with your Cricket $60 unlimited plan at no additional cost. Max is the streaming platform where you can watch Scoob, Meg 2 The Trench, The Nightmare on Elm Street Collection, and so much more. Remember me. Just log in with your Cricket username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. We've never seen this before. Max, the one to watch for a good scream with Cricket. Phone plan streams in standard definition. Programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See cricketwireless.com for details. Everybody, everywhere, come on in. Good evening and shalom to you. Pray that this is and has been an amazing day for you. Come on in, everybody. In the U.S., it is known as Labor Day. And so uh, while many people work today, many people did not work today. Let's thank God that you, uh, if you are, uh, if you do have a job, thank God that you have one. And if you got a day off today, thank God for rest. Come on in, everybody on every platform. Speak to me as you come in and share. When you share, people could say over 2,300 people so far this year have given their lives to the Lord. And that happens in part because of your share. Aurora, good to see you. Come on in. Speak to me as you come in. Let me know where you are watching from. Aurora, good to see you. TikTok Squad, love you. Good to see you. I see Aurora over there on Facebook. Come on, everybody, everywhere. Speak to me as you come in. Houston, H-Town, good to see you. Let's go. We're going to pray. Of course, Bishop, it's Labor Day. We're praying absolutely. You still, listen, is the enemy still trying to get, still kill and destroy? Yeah. So what are we going to do? we still going to pray. Uh, never, ever let a holiday interrupt interrupt uh, your spirituality. All right. Come on. Good to see you. Come on. Atlanta, welcome. Duval, good to see you. San Antonio, good to see you. Some more Atlanta over there on LinkedIn. Detroit City, Ohio, Aurora over there. Good to see everybody. Come on in. Salt Lake City, Utah, New Jersey. Good to see you. Come on in, everybody. Syracuse, or no, Siakas, New Jersey. Good to see you. Victoria, Texas, Louisiana. Welcome, everybody. Come on in. Temple here is Temple Hills, Maryland. Good to see you. Bahamas. Come on, Bahamas. I love it. Sandy Springs, Georgia. That's Atlanta. Cincinnati, Ohio. St. Louis, Come on in, everybody. L.A., good to see you over there on IG. Come on in and speak to me as you come in. Again, when you share, so whatever platform you're on, TikTok, you tap the screen, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, all of that. As you come in, you make sure that you tap the screen and that you share over there on our website. Let me see. I got the comments up for our website. I can see you over there. Uh, And so you can just uh, use the comments that's over there. I got all the comments now. Last week, I didn't have them all. Now I got all of them. You come on in and you make sure that you share because, again, when you share, people get saved. Over 2,300 people have given their lives to the Lord so far this year in part because of your share. Prayer is going to be good tonight. And let me again just say what I just said a moment ago. Let me say it again. Never let a holiday interrupt your spirituality. At the end of the day, um, sometimes we we sometimes can do things that when we really look at it, we say that doesn't make any sense, right? Um, even when you look at the word holiday, it comes from the word holly, you mean coming from the root holy, holy day. Of course, this is nothing holy about today. Uh, but I just encourage you to always make sure that you keep the kingdom first. Can you just drop that in the, in the screen? 
in the comments that say, keep it first, keep the kingdom first. And when we make what's important to God important to us, we will never be last. When he is first, you'll never be last. In fact, the scripture says in 1 Samuel, it says that if you honor God, God will honor you. Now, check this out. If honoring God is one thing, that's from a human to God. But imagine God honoring you. This is what he said. He said he would honor you. If we honor him, uh, then God would make sure uh, that uh, we are honored. And so that word honor, uh, it literally is the Hebrew word kabah. That's 1 Samuel 2 and 30. It means God will put some weight behind your name. It means that God will throw his weight around on your behalf. So we always keep the kingdom first. We always make what's important to God important to us. And when you have that mentality, it's different because what many Christians do is they fit God into their world instead of God changing the world. And we don't fit him into our world. We let him change our world. God is not going to acquiesce and adjust to fit our lives. No, we adjust our lives and acquiesce to fit him. In fact, proof of honor is adaptation. You got to hear me. Proof of honor is adaptation. Thank you. I saw you behind me. Like, thank you for the comment. But proof of honor is adaptation, which means when you honor someone or something, you adapt to them. When you honor someone or someone, you adapt to them. So one of the other things you're going to notice tonight, uh, for those of you that are on Facebook and YouTube and what have you, is that we've got our digital, our online ambassadors that are normally with you on Sundays and Wednesdays. Now they're going to be with us on prayer also. So you'll see comments coming up connecting with you if it's your first time how to connect on social media so that's starting tonight also too as we move into september all right it's time to pray let's go father we honor you we bless you we thank you for your goodness we thank you for your love we thank you for your power we thank you for your mercy thank you that this is the day that you have made and we shall rejoice and be made glad in it tonight god thank you for giving us life thank you for giving us strength thank you for giving us help Thank you for giving us the activity of our limbs. We are grateful today. Come on. And can you just release that in the screen that you are grateful, that you are grateful in the comments. God, we are grateful today because you have been good to us. You have been faithful to us. You have been reliable. You have been consistent. You are the God that has made all things possible. You are the God that has protected us. You are the God that has watched out for us. You are the God that has made ways out of no ways. You're the God that shut doors that no man could open. And then you open doors that no man, including ourselves, was able to shut. And we are grateful. We're appreciative, God, that we are alive another day. And since we still have a pulse, that means you still have a plan. God, before we ask you for anything tonight, your word says to enter your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise. So we just want to take a few moments tonight, God, at the beginning of prayer just to say thank you. Come on, y'all, every platform. We just want to say thank you. Can you just begin to drop some things in the comments that you are thankful for? If you're not uh, able to type in the comments, can you just open your mouth and speak it? We are thankful. We are thankful. We are thankful. We are thankful. We are grateful. We are appreciative because you have been good to us and we owe you praise. We owe you gratitude. We owe you our best and our first because you are an incredible God. Thank you. Brad says that I'm still alive and healthy. Come on. Thankful for life. Thankful for every provision. Come on. Every platform. What are you thankful for? Thank you for life, health, and strength. Thankful to see another day over there on TikTok. Come on, everybody, every platform. I'm going to call some more out. Thank you for giving me strength. Thank you for divine protection. Thank you for being fully healed. 
Thank you for a new apartment. Come on here. And that testimony is crazy. Matter of fact, I want you to type, type that testimony and put it in the comments because I want to read that. You shared that with me yesterday. Thank you for a life full of abundance. Thank you for rest, fresh water and food. Thankful. Here's another one. A new apartment. Thank you for breath. Thank you for keeping you healthy and allowing you to see another day. Thank you for uh, 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 a relationship with God. Thank you for goodness, grace, and mercy. We are a thankful people, God. We are not like those nine that after you healed the ten lepers, nine of them didn't ever come to say thank you. None of them showed their appreciation. We are not ungrateful, uh, worthless fellows, as the Bible calls them. That is not who we are. We are those that are grateful. We are those that are thankful. We are those that like that one that came back and said, thank you. The other nine lepers, they only were cleansed of their issue. But that one, the Bible says that you made that man whole, which means he would never, ever revisit that issue again. We are a thankful and grateful people. We are the one that says thank you. Come on. We're the one, drop a one in the comments. We're the one that comes to say thank you, God. Let that even be revelation for us. Because for many, we are expecting so many people to say thank you and to be appreciative. And there was only one out of 10, only 10% was grateful. Well, God, we are that 10% that's grateful. We are that 10% that can let you know that we know that if it had not been for you on our side, we would not even be here. So we start prayer tonight just taking a few moments to say thank you. And we know that grateful people always get more. We know that thankful people always triumph. We know that people who constantly are in a state of gratitude are those that are always increasing their altitude. So God, lock this in us tonight. Let us be thankful. Your word says, in all things, give thanks. That's 1 Thessalonians 5 and 18. It, it means in anything we find ourselves in. If it's hot, we're thankful. If it's cold, we're thankful. If it's good, we're thankful. If it's not as good as we want, we're thankful. If we got what we asked for, we're thankful. If we didn't get what we asked for, we're thankful. If it's left, we're thankful. If it's right, we're thankful. If it's black, we're thankful. If it's white, we're thankful. We are thankful. Lock that in us. What does that mean? Never let us lose our gratitude. Never let us lose our thankfulness. Never let us lose the fact that we are those that come back to say thank you. So in all things tonight, God, we say thank you. Before we ask you for anything, before we ask you to move, before we ask you to change something, before we ask you to do something, we just want to say thank you. We don't want to be like the child or the person that the only time we call you is when we need something. We don't want to be like the individual that the only time you hear from us is when we got our hand out asking you to do something. Nobody likes to see beggars coming. Nobody likes to see people coming that only want to take, 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 take. Nobody likes to see people like that coming. So, Father, if we don't even like it, we know that you don't like it. So, Father, we are those that tell you thank you. We are those that say thank you. We are those that say we appreciate you. We are those that no matter what we find ourselves in, come on, every platform, we say thank you. We say thank you. We say thank you for every noun. Come on, y'all. We're about to call roll. We say thank you for every person that we're thankful for. If you got some thankful people, some people you're thankful for, would you begin to tag them in the comments? Somebody you're thankful for. If you don't know how to tag them, just put their initials or put their name. We want to say thank you. Father, thank you for the people in our lives that make a difference. Come on. 
Thank you for the people in our lives that are faithful. Thank you for the people in our lives that are consistent. Thank you for the people in our lives that add value. Thank you for the people in our lives that are like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were three friends and Daniel. They were four friends. And the three of them went through the fire and they came out of the fire. We don't just need people who can go into the fire with us. We need people who can come out on the other side of the fire with us. And for that, we say thank you. We are thankful for nouns, people. Come on, places. Can you drop some places you're thankful for? Father, we are thankful for the places that we list in the comments. Thank you that we have places that add value to us. Father, we are thankful for the places, even the places that were difficult. Joseph said that you blessed him in the land of his affliction. So he was thankful because even though he was afflicted in Egypt, that's where you raised him up. So we say thank you even for the places that have been rough. Come on here. We say thank you for the places that have even been difficult. We say thank you for the places that have been challenging. We say thank you for the places that have, uh, uh, that have caused us to go through some difficulty. We are even thankful for the places that were tight and that were narrow and that were rough. We say thank you. Come on, we're calling the roll. Nouns, people, places, things. We are thankful for things. What, what things are you thankful for? We are thankful, God, that we have all of the electronics and all of the, all the, come on, drop your thing, the things you're thankful for. We are thankful for things. See, you will never, ever see an increase of what you do not value now. We will never see an increase of the things that you do not value now. So if you, if you don't respect it, you'll never be able to receive it. So what things are you thankful for? You take a phone for granted, but you should be thankful for one because there's somebody that wish they had one. We are thankful for things, and we realize, God, that you are God that gives us things. You are the God that provides us things. You are the God that releases things. But we thank you that things don't have us. We just simply have things. Things don't have us. We just simply have things. And for that, we say thank you. People, places, things. Let's go to the next one. Ideas. We are grateful, God, that you continue to give us creative ideas. We are thankful, God, that you continue to give us uh, ideologies and ideations and imaginations and dreams. We are thankful, Father, that you keep on filling us with hope for the future. Is there anybody on prayer tonight where even when you feel down, he keeps giving you hope? Even when you feel discouraged, he keeps giving you hope. Even when you think that your back is against the wall, here he comes with another idea. Even when you think there's no way out, here he comes with another idea. We are grateful for ideas. We are grateful for ideas. We are thank grateful for ideas. We are grateful for ideas. We're grateful for thoughts. Jeremiah 29, 11, And you know the thoughts or the ideas that you have concerning us. We are thankful for ideas, people, places, things, and ideas. Those are nouns. We are grateful and we are thankful for those things, God. We wanted to spend the first 15 minutes, we wanted to dedicate the first 25% of our time together tonight in prayer to just saying thank you, to just saying thank you, to just letting you know we appreciate that you've kept us in our right mind. Let's tell the truth tonight, prayer. After all the hell you've been through, you should have lost your mind, but God kept you. Is there anybody on prayer tonight besides me where you have gone through some things that should have made you snap, crackle, and pop, but God kept your mind? 
He is a keeper. He will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on the Lord. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Come on, every platform, can you just release a praise in the comments, a hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Uh, yes, Lord, something, whatever platform you're on. Do me a favor, as you're coming in, like this video, tell me where you're watching from, and share. When you share, people get saved. Over 2,300 people have given their lives to the Lord so far this year, and that's in part because of your share. Over there on our website, you make sure that you share too. And in our app, you make sure that you share. When you share, of course, people get saved also. Hey, listen, make sure you get the Harvest Church mobile app. It's at the bottom of the screen for those of you watching on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, all of that. And then for those of you on TikTok and Instagram, it's um, it's pinned over here. Can somebody type it over here so I can pin it over here? And it'll be pinned over here. Good to see you, Jamaica. Good to see you. So glad that you are with us tonight. So listen, guys. We started this new series yesterday, and I got to tell you something. Um, wow. How many of you, wave at me in the comments, if you saw yesterday's messages uh, or you were there, either the 915 or the 1115, wave at me. Wave at me if you did. Both were amazing, but that 1115, God released so much revelation. So much revelation in this new series called Fire. Um, we covered your month of September uh, on the uh, on the first of September, we're going to cover it again, right? because I'm going to teach you a principle tonight about how to pray something through. Pray something through. Pray it through. Um, P.I.T. I'm going to teach you how to pit. Right? Uh, I'm going to teach you how to pray something through tonight, because sometimes you get frustrated with prayer because you think prayer is an event and not a lifestyle. This is a lifestyle. I want you to think about this. We get to literally go to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We get to go above everybody's head and go directly to God. You got to hear me. We get to go above everybody else's head and go directly to God, which means I don't have to fight with a human when I can go to God about it. I don't have to be angry with the human when I can go to God about it. This is a privilege, not, listen, it is a privilege, not a right. We get to pray. Come on. I need you to say that in the comments. I get to pray. So never look at prayers like, oh, we got prayer. No, man, this is the most, this would be one of the most exciting things you do all week. And for most of you, this hour we spend together on Monday night, every Monday night, seven o'clock mountain, nine o'clock Eastern for one hour. This is the longest amount of time you're going to spend consecutively in prayer all week. I say that to say this, make it matter. Mark it, mark it out in your calendar. It's, a, it's Labor Day today. And I, I don't care about that. We praying tonight. Guess what? Because do you still have challenges? Yes. Do you still have an enemy that wants to steal, kill, and destroy? Yes. And do you still have a God that wants to blow your mind? Yes. Do you still have things you want to accomplish? Yes. So why in the world would we take a day off of prayer? Prayer should be like a fish needing water, like Hagen needs dogs, like Ben needs Jerry's. You got what I'm saying? Like androids are complicated. Listen, <laughs> prayer has got to be a lifestyle. Prayer has got to be something that you see as a privilege, and prayer has got to be something uh, that you you uh, you lock into your life, right? So I'm going to teach you how to do that today. We're going to pray it through. So we're going to pray over your September again, and there's four things we're going to cover your September. This will be a September to remember. Father, in Jesus' name, we decree and declare, and this will be a September to remember. Share if you haven't shared yet. This will be a September to remember. This will be the month that we look back and we say, September of 2023 changed our lives forever. Please put that in the comments forever, that this month changed our lives forever for the better. 
in Jesus' name. Father, we recognize that this month of September is the ninth month of the calendar year, and nine is the biblical number of birthing, which means this will be a month that we birth something. What does this mean? We've already been carrying it. We're finally about to birth it. We've already written it out. It's finally about to come to pass. We've already been looking at it. It's finally about to become something that we're walking in. We were already thinking about it. It's finally about to manifest. This is to birth something. A birthing doesn't just happen. A birthing was a process that began months before. So this will be the month that what we've been working on, what we've been strategizing on, what we've been planning, what we've been looking at, what's been on the inside of us, this will be the month that it emerges. This will be the month that it emerges. I pray that businesses emerge. I pray that new positions emerge. I pray that new finances emerge. I pray that relocations emerge. Come on here, y'all. I pray that new homes emerge. I pray that new living situations emerge. I pray that what we have been working on to birth something means that you had to get, there had to be a seed that was injected months ago. To birth it, it means there had to be something that started months ago that's finally coming to bear. It is finally coming out. And we speak that over this month of September, we will birth it. We will birth it. We will birth it. And I come against, you ready? The, uh, the spirit of abortion. What does that mean? That we would not deliver what we are birthing. I pray that you would not abort because of fear. I pray we would not abort because it's difficult. I pray we would not abort because it's uncomfortable. I pray that we would not abort because of the challenges associated with them. I pray we would not abort. Here it is, because we have to do it in a place where uncomfortable. Whenever a woman is going to give birth to a baby, for many, they have to leave the comforts of their home. They have to go to another location and they have to birth something at another location that is not comfortable. I pray that we not rely on comfort in order to birth what you ordained for us to birth. I pray that we not rely on what we're used to in order to birth something. I pray that we would come to fruition. Isaiah 66 and 9, you do not bring us to this point of pain without the intent of delivery. You will not cause pain without allowing something new to be birthed. You will not allow pain without allowing something new to be birthed. And we thank you for it. I come against the spirit of the runner. I come against the spirit of the runner. For some, every time they get ready to finally get their breakthrough, they run. I pray you would not run. I said, I pray that you would see it through. I pray that you would see it through. I pray that you would see it through in the name of Jesus. And we thank you that it is so. Isaiah 26 and 18. It says this, we have been with child, we have been in pain, we have, as it were, only brought forth, forth wind. We have not accomplished any deliverance in the earth, nor have the inhabitants of the world fallen. In other words, this verse says that this was this consistent pattern. Well, every time it was time to birth something, that they would only literally pass gas. They would never bring it forth. That will not be the case this month. We will have tangible demonstrable results this month. Please put that in the comments. We will have tangible results this month. It will be in our hands. Come on here. It will be in our hands. I hear the Lord saying keys will be in your hand this month. In the name of Jesus, I hear the Lord saying the contract will be signed 
this month. I hear the Lord saying, and the deal will be done this month. And I hear the Lord saying, and you will be made an offer that you cannot refuse this month. And I hear the Lord saying, you will have it in your hands. You're going to see what you've sown for. You will possess what you prayed for, and you will walk in what you worship for. This is the ninth month, and we will birth in Jesus' name. Come on, can you say yes, Lord, right there? Can you say yes, Lord, right there? Do me a favor. Every platform, you got to share. You got to share. You got to share. You got to share. We're covering the month of September, and there's four specific things about this month. Number one, it is the ninth month of the calendar year, and nine is the biblical number of birthing. Here's the next thing. It's the biblical number of fruitfulness. Let's talk. In order for you to be fruitful, here's what God does. The Lord prunes you. The Lord prunes you. John 15 and 2 says this. And notice when we're praying, guys, I'm giving you scripture and we're praying. Whenever you're praying, you follow this pattern. You have to pray the word. You have to pray scripture. Isaiah says, state your case before me. In other words, every time we pray, it's like going before a judge. You can't just say, well, I feel this. I think this judge will about that. You have to cite the law, case law, case law. There's two types of law you can state. One is case law. One is statutes. Can I teach you for a moment? Because in another life, I wanted to be an attorney. There's two things you go before a judge with. Number one is case law. Case law says, based on this ruling for this person, this case law establishes precedent in my case. This is why we, when we pray, we bring up things that God has done in the scripture for other people. Because if he's done it for them, I have case law. We have case law, which means, God, if you got Daniel out of a lion's den, you are the lion of the tribe of Judah, which means we have case law. Which means anytime I find myself around something ferocious, I got case law that says you got to get me out. Y'all better come on here. We have case law. We have precedent that's been established based on how rulings have been made by other courts for other people. Here's the second thing you bring before a judge. Statutes. You have to bring statutes. In Colorado, CRS. Colorado Revised Statutes. Um, uh, in Georgia, I think it's like GRS. Uh, or maybe GC. I think they call it Georgia Code. Uh, but here, look at me. Literally, what it is is that these are the laws that are on the books. These are the statutes. These are the laws. These are the judgments that have been made by legislature that these are the laws on the book. So when we are quoting scripture, we're giving God cake, we're giving God statutes. So when we pray, come on y'all, let me teach you. When you pray, you got to give them case law and statutes. You get, well, I feel this. That don't mean nothing. You can't, you can't, he's a judge. You cannot come before a judge. You cannot come before a judge with your feelings. You come before a judge with case law and statutes. You ready? Okay, let's go, let's go, let's go. So pay attention. Um, John 15, 2, this is the month of birthing. This is the month of fruitfulness, all right? Nine is the biblical number of fruitfulness, birthing, progress, and productivity. John 15, 2 says that whenever the Lord wants you to be more fruitful, he cuts you. He prunes you. And what does he prune you of? Now, people, places, things, and ideas. Expect this month for God to cut some people, places, things, and ideas off. You better hear me tonight in prayer. You better hear me tonight in prayer. And look at me. It's not loss. It's gain. God does math different than we do. He subtracts to add. He divides to multiply. Father, in this month of fruitfulness, we say we are okay with whatever you got to cut. Come on. We are okay with whatever you have to prune. 
You only prune us when you want us to be more productive and when you want us to make more progress. You only prune us when there's something more you want for us to do. And for that, we say thank you. We're okay with it. We're okay with it. Can you just put that in the comments? I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. We're okay with it. We're okay with it, God. We will not fight to keep what you want to cut. We will not fight to keep who you want to cut. Oh, my God. We will not fight to keep what you need to cut. We're good with it. We say we're okay with it. God, in fact, y'all ready for this? This is advanced prayer. Make it so that our emotions don't attach us to what has to be pruned. Make it so that we are not attached emotionally, God, to what needs to be pruned. Make it so that we don't reach and hold on to what needs to be pruned. Make us okay with it. Make us okay with it. Make us okay with it. Hear me, when, when God's pruning things, people places things, ideas. And I want to, I'm going to focus in on the ideas because sometimes here's what God has to prune off of you is you are expecting you from other people. If the people aren't the problem, your expectation of them is. Let me back that thing up. Come on, let's go prayer. Sometimes here's what he has to prune. Here's what he has to cut off of you. Your expectation of you in other people. You expect other people to be like you and they're not you. If they're like you, we don't need you. So sometimes what he has to prune is your expectation of people because you are expecting people to be like you. Father, in Jesus' name, help us to be okay if you need to cut off and prune us wanting people to be like us. Us wanting people to think like us, to handle it like us, to, to move like us. To, to be loyal like us, to be faithful like us, to, 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 to fight and defend like us, to be gladiators like us, to be warriors like us. Help us to be okay with those that are not us. And help us to recognize that sometimes they may still serve a purpose, even if they do not match us. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Peter, James, and John could not pray with Jesus for one hour, but he, Jesus recognized they still served a purpose. Peter, you're going to get up and go preach for me. John, you're going to take care of my mama. James, you're going to run the church because James is the one that really ran the operation back in Jerusalem. You still serve a purpose. You can't go with me in this month. You can't go with me here, but you still serve a purpose. I pray that God would still show you the purpose that people serve, even if they're not like you. In Jesus' name, who am I talking to tonight in prayer? Jesus. And we thank you that it is so. And we thank you that it is so. And we thank you that it is so. Guys, if you haven't shared every platform, you got to share. For some of you, that's the number one thing God has to prune. Is he has to prune what you're expecting you from other people. And this is why you're frustrated. This is why you're angry. This is why you're mad. And instead of recognizing God, just show me the purpose that they serve. You ready? Let's go in. So, Father, show us the purpose that people serve. And we're about to pray this one. This is one that I pray. And God, show us their expiration date, too. Some will never expire. Some will never expire. Some will never expire. But some will. Show us their purpose in our lives. And then show us their expiration date. Show us, God so that we can make the appropriate investment. So we can make the appropriate investment because you do not invest in a, in a six month 
person the same way you invest in a six-year person. You do not invest in a six-year person the same way you invest in a lifetime person. Wow. In Jesus' name. Okay? Now, when he shows you, be good with it. When he shows you, be good with it. When he shows you, be good with it. Ginger says, the tears you've said today, oh, this is the Holy Ghost. I got the Holy Ghost, not the Holy Guest. You ready? Be okay with it, Brian. Be okay with it, Mahogany. When he shows you, just mark it. I've learned to just mark it in my mind. It's, let me tell you something. It's one of the most freeing things. It's one of the most freeing things you could ever do. It's because, watch me, and you have to, look at me, and you don't have to tell them. You just know. You have to tell them. You just know. You just mark it. So it's one of the most freeing things because now I know how to move with you. Now I know how to deal with you. Now I know how to handle you. Now I know what not to get upset about. See, there are certain things. Look, if you ain't going to be here in six months, it's certain things I ain't even going to be upset about. I don't care about that. I don't care about that. Because I already, I already know your expiration date. So I'm okay with it. I ain't got nothing to say. I have nothing to say. Who am I talking to tonight? Certainly, you get mad. You get upset. Because look at me. Because I have venture to say most of you all on prayer tonight, you go into every relationship, every friendship, every business partnership. Wait a minute. You always go into it with long-term intentions. Wait a minute. If you always go into it with long-term intentions. Wait a minute. If that's you. I see they already respond on TikTok. Guys, do me a favor. Share whatever platform you're on. We're halfway done. And, and listen, we're still just praying over September. I got to show you how to pray something through. We got to get as far as we can. I see many hands over there on TikTok. All right. Let's go. I see your hands. Okay. I see several over there on Facebook, YouTube. Like most people, especially when you're a person that is that, that has scruples, which means morals, values, you normally approach everything with long-term intentions. But sometimes when you pray that prayer, you will discover that certain people aren't necessarily going to be a part of the situation long-term. And you're okay with that. Could you imagine if you bought a house and the construction crew was, construction crew was still coming to your house after it was built? Could you imagine that? Could you imagine a construction worker still coming through your house tomorrow? Oh, yeah, we just want to grab something out the refrigerator. I live here now, though. In other words, what you were, what, you ready? What you were necessary for has come to its conclusion. Wow. This is deep. This is advanced prayer. Because when you learn how to pray like this, you will not be upset when people enter or when they exit. You will not be upset. Come on, just put that in the screen. I will not be upset. I will not be upset. You would not be upset when they enter or when they exit. You would be grateful in both scenarios. You're going to thank God when they enter, and you're going to thank God when they exit. You're going to thank God when they do you right, and you're going to thank God when they don't. Because you're like, well, I already knew. I already knew. I will not be upset. I will not. This is advanced prayer. Because most people only want to deal with it after the Judas has done you that way. But everybody look at me. Why did Jesus never confront Judas? Let's go here. When we think about Judas, you think of somebody that betrays you, somebody that does you wrong, somebody that's a backstabber, right? Somebody that is a manipulator, somebody that does all those things. When we think of the term Judas, that's what we often think of. Why did Jesus never address him? Why was he checking Peter? Because he knew Peter was going to be a lifetime. Come on here. Come on here. I'm only investing like this in you if you're going to be around for a long time. Why was he checking the other ones? Why was he getting up? Why was he dealing with Thomas like that? Crystal, why was he dealing with Thomas like that? Because he's like, Tommy, you're going to be around for a while. You're going to be around for a while. You're going to be around for a while. In fact, as a bishop, I have something called apostolic succession. It's literally a document that's locked away in a safe. 
that goes from me all the way back, every bishop that ever laid hands, all the way back to Jesus himself. You want to know of the succession that myself and 99% of legitimate bishops around the world, you want to know who our succession is through? Thomas. Thomas got to work after his little issue. Thomas. Thomas. Thomas laid hands on social laid hands. Thomas. That boy Tommy got to work after his little problem. You got to hear me. Jesus never spent that much time investing into Judas because he was like, I already know what this mark is going to do. So he's checking the people who are going to be lifetime people. But the ones who are not, he, he's like, okay, I, I ain't nothing for me to really say to you. Jesus, why didn't you confront Judas? Why didn't you confront Judas about stealing? Because he's like, he's not going to be around long term. He's about to be dead in a few months. I ain't going to fool with him. He's going to take himself out. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. You got to hear me. And for some of you, God's about to give you freedom because you think everybody needs to be needs to be checked. Everybody needs to be handled and everybody does not. You only invest long term for people who will be around long term. Father, show us. You ready for this? Here's a fast prayer. How to invest in the relationships predicated upon the time in which they will last. In Jesus' name. Y'all, I just preached the whole message in the middle of prayer right there. Who just got some revelation right there that's going to help you? Who's going to get you? Who just got some revelation that's going to help you? Everything does not need to be handled. Jesus never confronted Judas about stealing, even though he knew it. Look at me. He never, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. He never confronted Judas, Ambrosia. He never confronted Judas about going to talk to his enemies. Let's go right through here. Father, help us to know what doesn't need to be addressed, what doesn't need to be treated, what doesn't need to be handled. So Judas is having meetings with the Sanhedrin, the Jewish high council, the religious community, the religious people who do not like Jesus. Judas is having meetings with them. Jesus knows Judas is having meetings with them. Jesus says nothing to him about having these meetings with his enemies. He's like, I'm not going to, he says, I know what you're doing. I just have nothing to say. I just have nothing to say to you. See, some of you are like, yeah, I'm going to say something to her because she over there talking to these people who don't like me. No, you just found out. I can't tell her nothing else. You just found out. I can't tell him nothing else. There's certain things that do not need to be addressed because Jesus knew if I start fooling with Judas, he's going to swap my energy. And I got too much to do than to put my energy on something that does not matter. God, in this month of September, don't let us misuse our energy. Come on here, y'all. Let's pray. Don't let us misuse our energy. Don't let us misuse our focus. Don't let us misuse our faith. Don't let us waste it. Don't let us waste it. Don't let us waste it. Thinking we got to give people a piece of our mind. No, keep your mind. You need your mind because you're about to be a seven-figure earner. Come on here. Keep your mind because you're about to be out of debt. Keep your mind because your mind is about to produce something amazing for God's glory. In Jesus' name. Ooh, God is speaking to us tonight in prayer. All right? All right? Listen, let's go further. So September, <laughs> I got to come up out of that. September is nine. The biblical number. Uh, let me get you up out of here. There you go. Uh-oh, no, I don't know. Pin me. I want to get you out of here. Let me get you out of here. Stand by, everybody. All right, let's go. So September um, is the ninth month. Nine is the biblical number 
of birthing, not at the biblical number of birthing, it's the biblical number of fruitfulness. And what do we talk about? That fruitfulness literally means that God has to prune you. He has to prune you. So if he's going to prune you, this means he's got to cut away some people, places, things, and ideas. And we just went down that path. Here's the second thing. Here's the second thing about uh, the month of September. And this will be a September to remember. we got to move fast. The second thing about the September to remember is while it's the ninth month in the calendar year, it's actually the last month in the biblical year. It's the last month in the biblical year, okay? So at the end of this month, we're going to enter into what's called the Feast of Trumpets, which begins a new spiritual year. And I'm going to teach about it in this month's series, so don't worry about it. Don't, don't get confused. Don't be worried about it. Just know this. God gives his people a head start. We get a three-month head start on the calendar year. So while everybody else is waiting for their new year to start December 31st, God gives us a head start. Which means that this month, this month, this month, God says, I'm putting some periods on some things and I'm starting some new chapters. Father, whatever needs to be completed, let it complete. I heard the Lord say, there's several of you. You, listen, I just heard it loud and clear. You're going to find, there's some financial documents you need to take care of. You're going to complete it this month. Wait a minute, who am I talking to? I got to pray and prophesy. Y'all are going to flow with me tonight. There's some periods. There's some of you, you have books that you are not getting done. Yes, we teach on the Hebrew, Hebrew calendar. There, there's books that you have not gotten done. You're going to get it done this month. There's several of you. There's several of you where there's certain things you have not gotten done. That sentence has been a run-on sentence. And the Lord says in the month of September that you will finally put a period on it. It will be done. It will be done. It will be done. God, tie up the loose ends for us this month. Oh, my God. God, tie up the loose ends for us this month. Tie up the incomplete business this month. Lord, the things that we were supposed to get done months ago, years ago, we declare it will be done in the month of September. Give us the focus. Give us the energy. Give us the effort. Give us the strategy. Give us the grace. Give us everything we need to tie up every loose end this month. Give us everything we need so that we put periods. If this is the last month of a spiritual year, you're putting periods on things so a new chapter can begin. I hear you, Lord. You said that for many, you, many have been praying for a new chapter, but a new chapter can't begin until the previous one is closed out. I heard the Lord say, you're about to close out some books. Ooh, God. You're about to close out some books. There's five of you. There's certifications. Who are you? If you're one of the five, drop a five. There's certifications. You have been delayed. And the Lord says, this month, you're going to get those certifications done. Because he cannot start your new chapter until you complete everything in the current chapter. One, two, where's the other? One, two, three. Who are the other two? Who are the other two? Who are the other two? There's another. Somebody says, this is scary. This is the Holy Ghost. This is the Holy Ghost. This is the Holy Ghost. Denise, we see you saying uh, you're praying. You have some suicidal thoughts. Here's Denise. Here's what I need you to do. I'm going to enter my prayer to pray for you, Denise. I come against your suicidal ideations. I come against your suicidal thoughts. I come against everything that would make you think your life is not worth living. Now, I command your atmosphere to align with what we're doing in prayer now. I command your house. I command your son. I command that environment to come into alignment with what we're doing in prayer now. I arrest that atmosphere now in Jesus' name. Everybody say, it is so right there. We're not doing that. Uh-uh. You're going to live and you will not die. And you will focus on what I'm saying to focus on in prayer tonight. That's what we're doing. That's where we're going. 
In Jesus' name we pray. It is so. It is so. Satan's trying to distract you. Uh -uh, we take authority over that atmosphere. We take authority over that atmosphere, right where you're at, Denise. We take authority over that home, Denise. We take authority over that home. Whatever the green thing is to your left, Denise, I can see it. The, thing, the, three, the, the, the Holy Ghost said, he just needed you to know that he sees exactly where you're at and he sees exactly into your atmosphere. In Jesus' name, come on. All right, so that's the second thing. First thing about the month of September will be a September to remember. Number one, it's the ninth month of the calendar year. It will be fruitfulness, productive, uh, productivity, excuse me, progress, and birthing. Number two, while it is the ninth month of the calendar year, it is the last month in the biblical year. You're about to change over to year 5784. I'll teach about it later this month. For those of you that want to get some more teaching about that, go to our app, go to our website. Um, can somebody put text, oh, I hit my ring there. Can somebody put text harvest to 55498 over there on IG so I can pin it? I don't think I pinned it. Here's the third thing about the month of September. Third thing about the month of September. So you ready? You write about it. So third thing about the month of September. Septum, S-E-P, where we get September, S-E-P-T-E-M, the Greco-Roman culture who created the, the word we use September, it was a, uh, a conglomeration, a convergence of those two cultures together. Septum, although it's the ninth month of the calendar year, septum actually means seven. It actually means seven. So every time you say the month of September, you're actually speaking the number seven. Now, pay attention. Seven is the biblical number of completion, of shalom. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. So every time you say the word September, I dare you to type it in the comments. Every time you say September, you are saying shalom. Every time you say September, you are saying shalom. Every time you say September, you are saying shalom. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. So, Father, we declare that this September would be our shalom month, where everywhere in every area of our lives, we would see, Latoria, that nothing is missing, that nothing is broken, that nothing is lacking, and that all is well. We will see this in every area of our lives. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Just put shalom in the comments. Shalom is the Hebrew word for peace, but it's so much more than peace. It's an all-inclusive word. In fact, uh, when the scripture says that God delights, let me give you the scripture, God delights in the prosperity of his servant. Um, that word prosperity, Psalm 35, 27, the word prosperity in most places in scripture is actually the word shalom. Okay, which means it's bigger than cast cars and clothes because you can have cast cars and clothes and things still be missing. This is why you see people that are multimillionaires, billionaires, committing suicide, um, doing crazy, stupid things. Why? Because you can have money and still not be shalom. This is why, let me help. This is why the children of Israel, you all, they left Egypt rich, but they were still on their way to their promise. The Bible says that they plundered the Egyptians which means they left with silver, they left with gold, they left with clothing, but they were still on their way to the promise, which means money was not the promise. If you think money is God's promise for you, you're missing it. Come on, Father, help us to know it's bigger than money. Money is only a tool. Money is only a resource. It's bigger than money. They had money when they left Egypt, 
They had a lot of it because they plundered. That means they took all the Egyptians. It was bigger than money. Never let us settle for cash, cars, and clothes. Come on, y'all. Never let us settle for material things. Never let us settle for chasing checks and for chasing money. Never let us settle for that. That's the lowest form of prosperity. It is bigger than money. It's bigger than money. Come on here, y'all. It's bigger than money. Wow. So everybody think, oh man, as soon as I get this money, the money is only, you're going to get the money on the way to where you're going. <laughs> the money ain't where you're going. You hear what I just said, prayer? You, you're going to get the money on the way to where you're going. The money is not where you're going. I'm going to say it a third time for those of y'all in the back. You're going to get the money on the way to where you're going. The money is not where you're going. Don't settle for that. That's settling. Don't settle. Last thing about the month of September. Good God Almighty. Last thing about the month of September. September, septum, means seven, as I just taught you. September, when the Greco-Roman culture, the Greeks were conquered by the Romans, so they literally fused these two cultures together. So much of what was in the Greeks is in the Romans. Um, and so when they fused these two cultures together, they brought all of their different false gods and false deities. They had uh, 300 plus different gods for different things. And then you had Zeus, the god of the heavens, the, uh, excuse me, Hades, the god of the underworld. You had all of this paganism um, that was going on. But with the month of September, September is actually named, uh -uh, money is not the root of all evil. The love of money is the root of all evil. Money is not evil. Money is not evil at all. Money is, a, money is, let me just fix that for everybody. Money is not the root of all evil. The Bible says the love of money is the root of all sorts of evil. Money is not evil. Money is good because you literally get to be, the Bible says in Ecclesiastes, money answers all things. So you get the answer. You get to be the answer when you have resources. You get to be the answer when you have resources. I pray that we'd be the answer. Come on, y'all. I pray that we'd be the answer. Come on, type that in the comments. We are the answer. You have to ask yourself this question. Why? Why would anybody want God's people not to have money? That's 1 Timothy 6 and 10. For the love of money is the root of all sorts of evil. It's because if we can't, if we're not financially empowered, we can't be the answer to anything. Ecclesiastes says money answers all things. So when we're empowered financially, we can be the answer. We don't have to go to the government because we're the answer. We don't have to let me in now, let me in. Now we ain't got to ask nobody to let us in because we're building. They need to ask us to let them in. We are the answer. You gotta hear that. All right, let's go. September was originally named after and in conglomeration with one of their false gods, their false deities, Vulcan, where we get our word volcano, which is was their god of fire. So September, every time you say September, you're literally saying a month of fire. Now, here's what's crazy about this. I didn't know that. Until this past Thursday, when I was praying, I was praying about the month and what are we going to pray about the month and what does the month represent and all of that. And so I went as I was researching and studying, I said, wait a minute, what? So a few weeks, a few months ago, we were supposed to do the series that we just started yesterday called Fire. I wanted to do it in August. I wanted to do it in August and I wanted to do Divine Detox actually in the month of September. I said, Lord, you know, that was the, that's what I prayed, that's what I planned. And when we got to the end of July, the Lord said, move it around, swap it. And I was like, okay. I moved it not knowing until Thursday. The series had to be you know, done in advance. I didn't know until this past Thursday, which is what, the 31st, 
that September actually means month of fire. Every time you say September, you're saying a month of fire. And what does fire do? Fire, anything it touches, it can never go back to being the same. And I opened this up in this series to you yesterday. You should get our app. You should go to our website at harvestchurch.church or text harvest at 55498. Go watch yesterday's messages. This will be a month of fire for you. And Deuteronomy says that God is a fire. And fire is spiritual. Father, this will be a month of fire for us. Come on. Can I get you to drop that fire in the emojis? This will be a month of fire for us. And fire means that we will never, ever, 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 never, ever go back to being the way that we were before. Fire is spiritual. Isaiah 4 says that there's a fire is a spirit. And if it's a spirit, that means it is not bound by natural law, which means that it can change things, which means that it can, I can start a fire in Denver that affects some in Atlanta. I can start a fire in Atlanta that can affect some in Miami. It's not bound by natural law. Fire is a spirit. And anything that fire touches, it never, ever goes back to being the same. This is why when Nebuchadnezzar put Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego into the fiery furnace, it did not burn them. The Bible says that they were not affected by the fire because when he put them in the fire, since God is fire, since God is fire, all they did was take him, them to God. Which means there's nothing anybody can do to us that is ever going to be of detriment and not for our deliverance and for our benefit. When they put Daniel in the lion's den, you are the lion of the tribe of Judah. It couldn't hurt him. If they were to throw them in the water and try to drown them, water represents the spirit. You are the water. And there is nothing that can ever be done to us that will ever be of detriment to us. It will always be for our deliverance and for our good. And for that, we say thank you. Let this month be the month that changes everything for us. Let this be the month of fire. In Jesus' name, we pray. Can you say yes, Lord, right there? Come on, everybody, every platform. We're almost done. Seven minutes and we out of here. Seven minutes and we out of here. Put a yes, Lord, in the comments right there. You have to go watch yesterday's message or listen to the podcast one of the two or both um so that you understand exactly um what fire is all about so that you understand exactly what fire is all about natural fire shows us something about spiritual fire and hear me spiritual god literally says in deuteronomy he says i am a consuming fire and i talked about that yesterday fire is used by god as a tool fire is used by god as an instrument it's used by God to do something, which brings us to the last two things I want to cover in prayer. Joshua 24, 13, and then the last thing we're going to do, because we're going to run out of time, the last thing that we're going to do is from Luke, uh, Luke chapter 18. So we're going to play these last two things, and then we out. Y'all been blessed tonight in prayer? If you are, make sure that you share. When you share, people get saved. Over 2,300 people have given their lives to the Lord. What's awesome is many of them, you get to see it happening in real time. You literally get to see people responding and giving their lives to the Lord in real time. All right. Joshua 24, 13. So here's what the Lord told me. Um, we pray this as part of our targeted prayer list. Harvest Church, we pray as part of our targeted prayer list. And this is so powerful. <clears throat> and uh, the Lord told me, I really want you to focus on praying that heavy this month, heavy this month, because this is where you're about to be. Joshua 24, 13 says this. 
So, um, let me read it to you. I have given you land for which you did not labor, cities which you did not build, and you dwell in them. You eat of vineyards and olive groves that you did not plant. I'm going to back it up, and I'm going to say it one more time. I have given you land for which you did not labor, cities for which you did not build, yet you live in them. You eat vineyards and olive groves which you did not plant. This month, you, you're going to see Joshua 24, 13. Now, I just got to teach it before we pray it. I got to teach it before we pray it. Here's the truth. God says, I gave you land for which you did not labor for. Well, they didn't labor for that specific land, but let's be truthful. They labored for land. For 430 years, they labored in Egypt, building up somebody else's land. I want everybody to hear me. Your blessing may not be where you thought it was going to be. You may not get it from who you thought was going to give it to you. Y'all better talk to me in these comments. This is where you're going to be. You're going to be in Joshua 24, 13. You're going to be in Joshua 24, 13. It's not that they didn't labor. It's just they didn't labor there. Here's what's about to blow your mind this month. Here's what's about to blow our mind this month. That we're going to get it somewhere else. Some of you, I sense several of you tonight, there's some bitterness you got to let go of right now because there's relationships. Like I put all of this into that relationship. But you about, to, watch me, you maybe didn't get it from them, but you about to meet somebody that's going to do everything you wanted them to do. It's quiet in here tonight. Y'all talk to me in these comments, okay? He says, I will give you land. I have given you land for which you did not labor. Father, we pray for land for which we did not labor. It's not that we never labored. It's just that we didn't labor there for that. We did it over there, but you're going to bless us over here. And cities which we did not build, yet we dwell in them. It's not that they didn't build cities. They had built Ramsey's great cities that they named after him. They had built up these monuments and these amazing cities. It is not that they didn't uh, build cities. It's just that they had built over there, but you blessed them over here. Which means, God, you are about to bless us in, from strange places. You are about to increase us, God, this month in places that we did not even imagine. People that we don't even think we've done that much for. What we have done is going to be so significant that they're going to be our greatest benefactors. Mm. They're going to be our greatest way makers. They're going to be our scholarship providers. Joshua 24, 13 is where we will be this month. You will give us land. And no, the scriptures says have given. So this is past tense, which means this is already done. Please put that in the comments. We got to go. It's already done. You give us land for which we did not labor, cities for which we did not build, yet we will dwell in them. Vineyards and olive groves we eat of, which we did not plant. It's not that they never planted. They just didn't plant there. They didn't plant there. So, Father, we thank you that you are so good that every seed, everything we've ever done has been a seed. And it left our life, or excuse me, it left our hand, but it never left our life. And this month of September, we will see Joshua 2413 manifested. We call it in. We call it in. We call it in. We call it in. Somebody's going to hand it to us. We call it in. Our labor has not been in vain. Our sowing has not been in vain. Our faithfulness has not been in vain. Our dedication has not been in vain. We call it in in Jesus' name. See, for some of you, you sowed it in Denver, you're going to reap it in Atlanta. You sowed it with your family, you're going to reap it with strangers. Are you catching the principle? 
You sold it on one job, you're going to reap it on another job. Talk to me. You pour it into one person, you're going to reap it in a new person. You're going to reap it, some, it's just going to be different. But God's not going to, you, God will not be left owing you anything. He will, look at me, he will not be left owing you anything. God pays his bills. On time, I might add. And with interest. Because he's gives seed to the sower. For that, we say thank you. Tomorrow, during our pop-up, uh, we'll, we'll have to pick up from Luke 18. Because I want to teach you how to pray things through. Because for some people, the challenge you have in prayer is that you don't see it through until you see it. And so we're going to pick that up in prayer tomorrow. Let's end right through here. If prayer blessed you tonight, oh my God, you have got to sow into prayer tonight. You've got to sow into prayer tonight. I want to push everybody to sow. Even those of you that always watch and never sow anything, I want to push you to sow. You cannot hear and be a part of a prayer like this and not sow into it. He gives seed to the sower. Luke 6, 38. Given it shall be given unto you how? Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. So men, God will cause other people to pour into you. You cannot expect to receive if you don't first release. I want to push everybody tonight to sow tonight. Here's our seed tonight. Here's our seed tonight. Here's, uh, here's our seed tonight. Uh, from Joshua 24 um, and 13. That's our seed, 24, 13. Now you can do $241. You can do 314. You can use any of those numbers. But everybody, everybody, at least a minimum of 2413. I'm going to double it. So if you want to do that with me, double it. And let's do 48, uh, what's that, 4826? 4826? Because I'm going to double it. I'm the type that likes to double it. But everybody, you've got to get something in the ground. And here, it, what we're going to name it again tonight, it's your September seed. It's your September seed. It's your September seed. For my online ambassadors, let's make sure we got the right text number. I'm seeing the incorrect text number. It's text, text amount to 84321. I'm seeing an old text number for my online ambassadors. It's your September seed. How can you sow that? You can use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Former with the number two, PayPal, Vidmo, Zelle, Givelify, all of that's available. The email is hello at harvestchurch.church, hello at harvestchurch.church. Um, or you can use, as I just made reference to text to give, that's the way I used to give. It's, I used to have to do it from my iPad, but something's been going on, so I can't do it from my iPad, but I'll do it as soon as you get off. He texted him out. So David says, I'm going to double it with you. I, that's just the way I am. Like, I, I want to see double. I want to see double. Ooh, you better stop this Instagram. I want to see double, and I want to see more. What is going on over here on Instagram? Wow. It, all of a sudden, it's talking about a poor connection. That is crazy. All of a sudden over here on IG, it started talking about a poor connection. That is crazy. And the screen froze. You gotta be joking. Get out of here. Get out of here. Okay, now I think it's back up. Instagram, that's so crazy. All of a sudden it started saying poor connection when everything has been fine. That is crazy. That's all right, we're gonna keep it moving. Um, so that's how you can so the cash app is dollar sign. I see the questions coming in. Dollar sign, Bishop Formal with the number two. PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givify, the email for that is hello at harvestchurch.church, right? It's up back now. That's so crazy that it all of a sudden did that. That's wild. Anyway, uh, last thing I want to do tonight in prayer is if you need to give your life to the Lord, recommit yourself to him or be sure. If, if any of those three apply to you, you need to become a Christian for the first time, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure wherever you're at, on the count of three, I want you to do the hand with the emoji, 
or say it's me. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. On three, I know, right? During the seed sowing, all of us, and then not just the seed sowing, but one of the, the most, one of the most important parts of what's going to happen tonight, the invitation. So right before the invitation, all of a sudden there's a crazy issue. Man, bye. Where can you sow online? Harvestchurch.church. Harvestchurch.church. You can sow there. All right, listen. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure wherever you're at. On the count of three, you do that hand with your mojo. You say, it's me. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. One, two, three, wherever you're at, you respond. We need to become a Christian for the first time. What does that mean, Bishop? 2,000 years ago, God stepped in the body. That body was called Jesus. That body got on a cross and died so that you and I could have life and life more abundantly. And tonight, if you need to give your life to Jesus, why, Bishop? What, are you, why? what am I being saved from? You're being saved from hell. You're being saved from yourself. You're being saved from having to figure this thing called life out on your own. Those of you that are already saved, can I get you praying? That scales fall off the eyes, scales fall off the ears, that people will respond to the call tonight. And that even though this crazy thing just happened over here on IG, that people would still come to the Lord. People would still come to the Lord, wherever you're at. Wherever you're at. I see you, Tamika. You already sold your seat. Praise God for you. I see you. There's one. You need to become a Christian. Name it a seed. Just call it your September seed. Your September seed. I see somebody has a question about boot camp. I'll get to that in just a second. Let's get these souls first. Let's get these decisions first. There's two over there on IG. Wherever you're at, you need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. Wherever you're at, you do that hand with emoji or you say it's me. There's two that have responded so far. There's more than two. There's at least three more of you. There's at least three more of you tonight across every platform. Across every platform. Um... Bishop, why do I need to recommit myself? Well, I think things are good. If you think, that means you don't know. You need to be sure tonight. There's nothing wrong with being sure. It is no different. Sometimes I will double check to make sure there's three right there on TikTok. I will double check to make sure that I lock my front door. Why? Because I just want to be sure. And I, when I come home, I want all my stuff to be still in my house. And I don't want nobody in my house that ain't paying no bills up in my house. Huh? There's four right there. There's five right there. They're responding. There's five. Wherever you're at, wherever you're at, tonight is your night. Don't miss it. You do that hand with the emoji. Say it's me. Need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. Just do the hand with the emoji or say it's me. That's it. I'm going to count down from three. There's six. I'm going to count down from three. And you can keep responding. There's seven that wants to be sure. We got you. Guys, this isn't something to play with. Like, this isn't a membership there's eight. This isn't a membership, you know, at Sam's Club or something like you think you got it. You know, you better know if you were to close your eyes tonight and there'd be no more life on the schedule for you. You need to know that when you open your eyes, you'd spend eternity with the Lord. I don't say that to scare you. I say that because this is real. There's nine right there. This is serious. This is serious. But what if none of that's true? Let's go here. There's 10. I mean, what if none of that stuff is true? What if none? Okay, worst thing, worst thing is that you made something more important than you, which is good. You loved, you loved God, you loved people, you loved life. All of that's good. That's worst case scenario. None of it's true. Worst case scenario. But if it is true, you have all eternity to lose. And I don't know about you, that is too big of a gamble. But let's just go here. Even if you took all that off the table, the only reason you're still standing and still alive is because God is real. And you know he's real because he's living 
and he's protecting and he's been defending you your entire life. And I know some of you may be thinking, Bishop, you know, I just, I just got, why God let some of these things happen to me? God is not obligated to provide the answers that you want just because you want them. He's a God, not a genie, not a God. He is God, not a genie. Let me say this to you though, is that he will, he will provide answers. He's not trying to keep secrets. He will provide answers for you. Everybody pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fall or if I fail, give me the grace to get right back up again. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. There's, there's 11 right there. If you just pray that prayer for the first time, take your phone out, which is probably what you're watching me on anyhow. Take your phone out. Text Harvest to 55498 into the option for salvation. And I want to get a message into your hands right away called What Next? Now that you've given your life to the Lord, what do you do next? Let me walk you through that. They say 90% of Christians fall away in the first two years. You know why they don't know what to do next? It's too much. This is like drinking water over a fire hydrant. I've heard people say some crazy stuff. Get you a Bible and read the whole Bible. That's crazy. That's like telling a newborn baby, come on here and, and, and do this algebra. What? That's crazy. No. Let me walk you through what to do. That process is called discipleship. And I'd love to walk you through that. You just text Harvest to 55498 and you can do it. Come on, send my tithes. King Lumby, I love it. I love you guys. I pray that you have an amazing night. Again, it cut out. So I saw several people on Instagram. It cut out several people asking the question, of how to sow tonight. And our seed is this call, it's called this our September seed, and we're gonna do it from Joshua 24, 13. And if you're with me, you can double it because I'm doubling it. You double it with me, and we'll do 48 uh, 26 for Joshua 24 13 over this month of September. And you can use the cash app to sow, dollar sign Bishop Foreman with the number two at the end, PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify. The email is hello at harvestchurch.church, or you can just go to harvestchurch.church get the website or that text number there's an option on there too to give you all of the giving options you can do it that way but make it your september c i love you guys i'll see you tomorrow for the pop-up um bishop what time are you going live for the pop-up tomorrow that's just it it's a pop-up you don't know so you got to get the app text harvest to 55498 click the option for the app or enter the option for that i love you guys i know we went about nine minutes over tonight but that's because ig wanted to start tripping with us but we got it back i love you have an amazing night shalom you all shalom y'all love you with Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.